Time for Spotlight on KRWC. Each second Wednesday of the month, we save time out for Wright County Public Health. And we've got an in-studio guest with us here today, Christy Rathmanner from Wright County Public Health is here. We've talked to Christy uh, at least a couple of times before. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks to have you here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the influenza season, which is uh, right upon us, and uh, also uh, the latest status of the COVID situation. We're going to talk uh, vaccinations here today. Yes. Let's start out with the flu season, the flu shots. Are, you, mm-hmm. are we seeing any activity yet, or is it a little early? We are seeing some influenza activity now, so it's the best time to start thinking about vaccination. Yeah. Um, the severity of it, I suppose, kind of varies depending on who gets it and, and which strain it might be. Right. So the um, most people will probably come out just fine with influenza, but there are certain people who are at increased risk for a severe illness. So people who are elderly, over 65, under the age of two, um, people who are pregnant, and those with underlying health conditions are most at risk. Let's talk about the vaccine itself. Or, yeah. Well, let's back up and just uh, talk about uh, influenza. We always have to reiterate, because of you know decades of calling stomach virus type things the flu, I'm doing air quotes here for those <laughs> listening at home, uh, you know, we've we've called that the flu for so long that there's still misconceptions about what is flu and what is influenza. Correct. Yeah. So I'm not sure where stomach flu came from, <laughs> where the name came from, but it is very confusing. So oh. stomach flu is, like you said, it's it's a GI illness that causes stomach upset, vomiting, diarrhea, things like that. Not influenza. Right. The influenza that we're talking about that you can get vaccinated against is a respiratory illness. So that's where the virus kind of attacks your respiratory system, your nose, throat, and lungs, things like that. So symptoms are very similar to what you'd see with other respiratory illnesses, such as like a cold or allergies. Likely can have a cough, fever, body aches, things like that. Um, can be mild or severe, depending on your risk factors. Mm-hmm. Um and it usually comes on pretty suddenly. So it can be kind of hard to differentiate between influenza, a cold, allergies, because the symptoms are so similar. But influenza usually comes on pretty sudden. You're you're feeling great, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what happened? Um, and you know, we talked about risk factors before already, but most people, like I said, will come out just fine. But it can lead to things like pneumonia, bacterial infections, or hospitalization, things like that, and in some cases, death. So... It is really important for us to talk about vaccination, just for those. Factors. Yeah, and and usually it's folks that uh, that have a little bit of uh, compromise as far as uh, immune system things like that. They're at the most risk of, you know, developing further problems with this too. Correct. Yep. Exactly. Oh. All right. So the vaccinations then, who should get vaccinated? And there's a maybe a small percentage of people that that maybe can't do it or maybe should at least consult about it anyway. Yeah, so it's recommended by the CDC that everyone six months of age and older get vaccinated against influenza. Like you said, it's always good to consult with your physician beforehand just in case there's anything that might make us defer vaccination for Mm -hmm. any reason. Being allergic to the vaccine, for example, would be (laughs) something where you'd want to delay or consult with your physician. But um, six months and older, everybody, it's recommended to get it. There is a small number of kids, um, children who are under the age of nine, they might need two doses just depending on what they've had previously. So 
just again talk to your provider and see if it's just one or two or, or what you need to do but it's recommended to start now and am I right in saying that um, the over 65 group might need two doses too? So the over 65 has a special vaccine um, that has increased no- a bone of antigen in it. So it's um, supposed to elicit a stronger immune response because we know that their immune systems can, you know, as you age, they, they don't respond as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually, it's recommended that they get one of these higher dose flu vaccines, 65 and older. Um so that's what they don't need two, but they would need. It's recommended that they get the higher dose. You need a little bit of a extra jump start. Yeah, there. a little oomph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as when we should get the flu shots, I know uh, we've had uh, announcements on the air for quite some time mm-hmm. about uh, places that are that are doing vaccines, uh, and they're thankfully I remember a time when. They weren't so easy to find, but they are pretty easy to find. And this is the time right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So September, October is usually what's recommended. Uh, the flu season usually lasts from October to around April. It just really depends on the season. Sometimes it peaks in November. Sometimes it's not till January, February. It's really hard to know when that will hit. So it's important to get vaccinated you know, now because it takes a couple weeks for your body to respond to your immune system to build up that immunity before you would be exposed to the virus. So now would be a great time. There's always confusion, too, or, or at least maybe with some people, some hesitancy about, uh, well, what does it really do? Or, you know, and, then, and you know, admittedly, uh, health professionals will tell you that, yeah, it's kind of an uh, educated guess as to what strains might happen to hit. But uh, a lot of times they're pretty close. Yeah, absolutely. So what they do is they watch what's circulating in, like, the southern hemisphere um, because they they will get what typically we will see then in our flu season. So they kind of have to make, like you said, their best judgment on what strains will be circulating. So the good news is that there are four different strains that are in each of the vaccines. So you have two A strains, two B strains. They don't really, that doesn't really matter much, but just that you have that coverage where you have four different strains in the vaccine is important. And just because you get vaccinated doesn't mean that you're never going to get get influenza, but it is going to help you have less symptoms or more mild symptoms and Mm -hmm. hopefully keep you out of the hospital. So that's kind of the main goal. So I think when people hear how effective the flu vaccine is, sometimes it's, it's doesn't sound great, but it's still preventing those hospitalizations and potentially those deaths. Right. Uh, because unless it's, um, you know, unless they happen to hit a exact perfect match, uh, you're just kind of trying to deflect it i guess yeah absolutely because there's so many strains that there could be and they pick four which is their best guess but and and in years past it's only been three so we're making progress we're at least adding some more Mm -hmm. um in previous years um there's been a flu mist uh Mm -hmm. we're doing that this year or no yep flu mist is available we don't have it um at wright county public health but it is available for kit for people two years to 49 so it is an you know, you just spray it up your nose, um, a little on each side. Sometimes there's some, um, you'd have to consult with your physician if you have like respiratory, um, cause that one is a live virus. So if you have some respiratory, like asthma or severe symptoms like that, they might want you to get the injectable instead, but it is, it is available this year. Christy Rathmatter is with us with Wright County Public Health. We're talking about, uh, the influenza season, the flu vaccine. Uh, a lot of people, I have heard it Every single year, I swear, since I've been in radio, uh, I'm not getting that. I got the flu from the vaccine one time. Yeah, I hear that a lot, too. So 
it's it's not uncommon for your body to react to getting the vaccine. Um, and that's what we want it to do. So when you get a vaccine, your body's going to build up that immunity. It's going to feel, you might have a sore arm. You might feel kind of achy or kind of weak. That's your body responding and making antibodies against that. So the next time you're exposed to it, it can fight it off. Um, the injectable vaccine is not a live vaccine, so there's no way that it can actually give you flu. And there's also so many things circulating right now. I know we were talking about how, you know, colds are even going around or allergies. We're not quite sure what things are. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's possible that it's something else, too, that's that's kind of hitting your system at the same time. And we just never know. So but it, it should not give you the flu. <laughs> right. um, now, we talked about a little bit about where you can get the uh, flu shots or the vaccines mm -hmm. and uh, boy they're you know it's not tough to find them thankfully. yeah no i mean you can call us um you most of your doctors will probably have them pharmacies it's pretty plentiful right now so that's great and uh a lot of places i know the um uh, pharmacies that you mentioned uh, things like that uh, a lot of a lot of times it's just walk in you know mm -hmm. and, yeah um in many cases, no appointment necessary. Maybe sometimes it's more convenient to make an appointment, but... Uh, yeah, you're probably less likely to wait if you do have an appointment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of places take walk-ins. There's a lot of community locations that do things. I know at the state fair, a lot of times they... I know that that has passed, but there's things like that where they offer to a large group of people as well. Yep. So the main impetus then of the, uh, the, the influenza side of our discussion today is now's the time. Now is the time, yes. Takes a couple weeks to boost that immunity, so let's do it before the snow flies and hopefully before influenza really starts ramping up. And how long is it good for? How, how long can you expect uh, some, some work on it? So generally, it's it, the hope is that it lasts for the duration of the flu season so if you get it too early there is some waning um they don't know the exact amount it kind of depends on on the vaccine and the strains that are in it uh, which is why it's a yearly thing so if you get it in october the flu season is usually done around april so hopefully with that six months you have coverage and then we ramp back up again the next year all right yeah well, let's shift to the latest on the COVID situation. And uh, we talked a little bit prior to the program that uh, things have been, thankfully, fairly quiet. <laughs> Not non-existent, but fairly quiet. Yeah, things have been getting better. Um, we talked a little bit about the new strains that are coming out. You know, the Omicron variants are pretty infectious, but they might not be as severe um, depending on the person again right. depending on your risk factors and your age and things like that it can be a really big deal so that's why we're also providing those bivalent boosters now too you know when we and as the um, the history books are written on this this whole thing you know i think the thing that that might come back up again is the is the fact that this was a brand new strain i mean there are very many, many similarities with COVID to the influenza thing that we mm -hmm. were just talking about. Lots of very, very similar types of... But the thing was, nobody had any immunity to it whatsoever. Right. It was pretty... It was... If you think back on March of 2020 when we had the lockdowns, it's just crazy to see how far we've come and how much we have learned and how much we still don't know. Um but it was, like you said, nobody knew. We didn't even know exactly how it was spread. We didn't know where it was coming from. It was it was a big deal. Yeah. I think a lot of people have, have gotten 
you know, fairly used to the uh, the notion of it now, and I know a lot of a lot of places um, have kind of relaxed a few of the restrictions, which gets us back to uh, a little bit closer to where we were beforehand, which mm-hmm. uh, is good good to see. But as far as the uh, the vaccine boosters now, uh, that's kind of our next topic of conversation. This next round, which is number what? Are we at four? Yeah, it depends on your age. So yeah. if you're over 50, this could be your, like your fifth shot. And if you're immune compromised, it might be more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It really just depends. Um, so what, what the CDC has decided and what has come out is that this is a new bivalent booster. So bivalent means there's two different strains in there. We have the original strain that everybody would have received for their primary series. Um, and then there's also Omicron in there. So it's geared towards that strain. Um, just to try to, it's, it's shown to elicit a better response against the strains that are circulating now. Uh, so the whole point, the whole goal, and I know people are like, why more boosters, why more boosters? But this one is actually targeted to what we're seeing now, which is similar to what we're doing with the flu vaccine. Uh, so that is hopefully going to kind of tamper down any of any new surges from Omicron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, very similar to the uh, the influenza vaccines, uh, basically the same places that you go for a flu shot have these new boosters as Correct. well. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot of pharmacies, um, a lot of your providers. We have it. it. It's really not, It hopefully it's not hard to find. So you can either call us and make an appointment. You can, we can even tell you what clinics around the area are going to have it you can go to vaccines.gov that you can put in like your zip code and they'll pull up places that have um, vaccines available all there's all sorts of options so quite a few questions kind of come up uh, in this whole discussion Um, first of all um, the booster dose recommendations I guess you kind of touched on it Mm but uh, who should have it and, yep. and and when. Yeah, so it's recommended for everyone 12 and older to get this bivalent booster. So 12 to 17-year-olds, it's only approved. Pfizer is the only one that's approved. 18 and older Pfizer and Moderna are both approved for this bivalent booster. Um, it's recommended two months after either your last booster dose or a completion of your primary series. So if you haven't completed, if you just got your first shot of Moderna, you're going to have to get your second one to complete that primary series with the original vaccine. And then two months later, it's recommended that you get uh, the bivalent booster. So there's still, there are, are there still people that are starting out on the, on the series altogether? There's a few, um, not, not a whole lot. But there are a few. We're still seeing, um, so we're seeing some of the kids right now yeah. that are kind of finishing up theirs because sure. the six month to five um, was approved not that long ago. So we're kind of finishing them up. But mostly what we're seeing is the bivalent boosters. Yeah. So there are still some base level vaccine uh, available. Correct. Yep. We have the primary series still available. If anybody is looking to, to start that or complete that, um, we have it available. Yes. Many of us, of course, uh, probably, I have no guess as to how many, but uh, a good share of the listening audience and uh, the general public has had at least one round or bout of COVID. Um, lots of folks have had it a couple of times. Does that give you immunity now? Do you, do you not need the shots then? So it's thought to give you some immunity immediately following 
infection. So it's it's thought that about 90 days is what your immunity is from natural infection, but it's still important to get that boost. So if you just got over COVID, you don't want to get it right now, you can wait the three months. It It's up to you. You don't have to, but you can. But every time you're exposed to this virus, whether it be from infection or vaccination, it's going to increase the protection. So, so the next time, because we know that it's probably not going anywhere, the next time you're exposed to it, you're less likely to be symptomatic or infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of seems to be, as, as you mentioned uh, earlier, that kind of seems to be, you know, and this is all general terms, but because everybody's a little bit different in their reaction to it. But uh, I know for folks that maybe have had it uh, or gotten it a second time, it seems like this, you know, they mentioned the Omicron and uh, some of these other little variants are a um, little more of a nuisance type thing mm-hmm. than the original mm-hmm. blast was. Which is great. Which, which, is, <laughs> which is good, but yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, we're almost getting into a, a situation where, as we said, it's very similar to the flu situation and genie's out of the bottle, so, yeah. you know, it's here. What about the, we've got different manufacturers that are still um, doing these doses and mm-hmm. there are variables between the two. Do you have to stick, if you started with Pfizer, should you stick with that? If you got Moderna, should you stick with that? And Yeah, if you have completed your primary series, it does not matter which one you get. Uh-huh. Um, you can mix and match. Pfizer and Moderna the only ones that are approved with the bi- bivalent boosters. So you'd have to get one of those. So even if you got like Johnson & Johnson the first time, you can switch to Moderna or Pfizer. You do not have to stick with the same. Now, if you're doing the primary series, it's still recommended. It's okay if you mix and match, but it's recommended to stay with the same. But for mm-hmm. the boosters, it's just fine to mix and match. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, I guess we kind of touched on it, but uh, you can get these pretty much the same places that you get the uh, or you can get the flu shots. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can go to the vaccines.gov. You can go to your pharmacy. Uh, most of the providers are probably having them, and or you can give us a call too. Um, uh, you can come to our wild van. You can come to our office. Where we got lots of openings. Before we let you go, as long as we're on the topic, let's uh, maybe just throw in a few suggestions about uh, protection, prevention. What are some of the uh, getting to be kind of common sense things we should do now to hopefully keep ourselves from? I mean. You're, you're probably not, there's there's no big flags that people wear <laughs> that say, hey, I'm currently affected and don't know it. So. Yeah. Yep. So uh, like you said, some of the same things we've been doing um, that we should have been doing all along, like washing your hands, using your hand sanitizer if you need to. Um, if, you, if you are feeling ill, just wear a mask in public if you need to. Even if it's not COVID, it's just kind of good to keep those to yourself (laughs) and if you're you know immune compromised or you have some of those risk factors and you feel more comfortable wearing a mask out in public feel free to do so um anything all those little things can because we really saw a reduction in flu as well when we had when we were mask wearing and doing all these things because we weren't able to spread it the way that we had been in the past so it's gonna it's going to help us with all of those illnesses not just covid or flu which there again kind of reemphasizes the, you know, uh, maybe not direct connection, but at least the very similar nature between mm-hmm. the two. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of the things that you would do to 
help prevent colds and flu, also help prevent mm-hmm. the COVID spread too. Yep. So. And one question that we do get a lot is if they if you have to spread out your flu shot and your booster and you don't, it's really your preference if you want to. Some people like to get one at a time, just let your body kind of build that immunity to one thing versus the two. But if you're you have the opportunity to get both at the same time and you just want to get it over with, you sure can. Yeah, I've had it suggested to me uh, that you know it might not be a bad idea to to wait a little bit in between if if you feel that you want to, only because if you do have a reaction to uh, to something mm-hmm. and you got both at the same time, you don't know for sure what you're reacting yeah. to. Yeah, that's kind of hard. Yeah. And that's why we give them in separate arms to even just like local reactions. So we know what, you know, potentially mm-hmm. cause that local reaction as well, like a rash or something yeah. after vaccination. Yep. So it's kind of up to you, but uh, point yep. being that they're available and still basically free of charge as far Correct. as. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we just ask for insurance only so we can bill them for an administration fee, but we would never like you'd, Nobody will ever get a bill as of right now. I don't know when that will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, we still get it directly from the government. And so we do not charge for anything. Very good. Clients, yeah. Uh, finish up, if you will, Christy, with some contact information. And uh, if people, if this has kind of spurred some questions, where do they contact you or anybody else at Public Health? Yeah, so you can go to our website, which is co.right, W-R-I-G-H-T dot M-N dot U-S, and you can search for wild van or immunizations, things like that, and our um, page will pop up. Or you can give us a call at 763-682-7516, and that will get you in touch with our... um, our immunization program and feel free to give us a call even if you don't want to make an appointment if you just have questions you don't understand some of the guidelines and you can't get hold of your doctor just give us a call we'd be happy to help perfect all right well good information today we certainly appreciate it and uh, let's hope it's uh, a quiet season coming up here yes we deserve that I hope. <laughs> all right christy thank you christy rathmatter with wright county public health our guest on today's spotlights on krwc